You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink. And that's all I got now, don't you think? Hey, no, that's right. That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the line, 1524. That's right, it's another night at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, where we record the podcast. Guys, how's it going? It's going good. great. Good. So I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt, and we're the 24 side. And you're talking real soft, Ruben. I don't know what's yep. up with you. I, well, my, my volume's up a little higher there. It might be oh, a that's, okay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So we're at the Rust Nail Speakeasy. It's a full house. Table 12, can we hear you? Big table 12 tonight. I don't even have to add sound effects to that one. So we got a couple special guests. At the end of the bar, we have the one and only... Scott Sperlin. Or as the night will go on, Scotty Sperlin. Scotty. <laughs> yeah, that's later on. That's after a couple, a couple more drinks. And sitting across from me at the bar, we have... Cat Campbell. So we, But before we start, uh, we just did a tasting. Uh, Ruben uh, brought us a bourbon to taste. And those that listen to the show... I know that we normally don't trust the bourbons that Ruben brings us. <laughs> you know, you think I get a complex by now, but no. I'm going to keep bringing them. Now, you, I don't know if you guys heard. He said he had that for like three months. So I think he was just so <laughs> he was scared. scared. <laughs> I aged him longer. You just got up the courage to bring it. So what he brought to us was a beer barrel bourbon. Uh, it's from New Holland Spirits. And uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, it, it's a bourbon. They make a bourbon. Then they, after it's done, they put it in some beer barrels and let it age. So we tasted it a little bit earlier, and actually it's – Reuben gets a pass on this one. It's yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good Very stuff. Yeah, a blind tasty. squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> six more, six more, and he can join the group. Six more and I'm redeemed, right? <laughs> yeah, you're redeemed from that one bring, bottle. I can bring 30 good ones in. I wouldn't get redeemed. That's all right. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, you're probably right. You know, here's what's important. If we don't identify the bad ones, we won't know they're the good ones, right? That's true. So there you go. That's true, how it works. true. And every now and then, we need to clean the drains out. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go there, Alan. Not with this one. This is a good one. Yeah, this is good. It is good. I I was impressed by it. This is yeah. pretty good. That's a, this is the first bourbon I've had. It uh, has been aged in beer barrels afterwards. So something and different. You, and the New yeah. Holland uh, brewery, they distillery and brewery, right? They yeah, they are also, brewery, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. So how's your day been, guys? It's been good. You know, Very last good. last Very night good. we were at Batesville Liquor Co. with the one and only Wild Man Walker. That was a good time. That was a good time. It was fun. So it was fun. Everybody recover from that? Yes. <laughs> yes, my wife has. <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So before we got out of the parking lot, this is a long story. We wonder about how credit card fraud happens. So before we get out of the parking lot, the waitress is running across the parking lot waving a credit card. And we're like, what the heck? So I, I get out and I'm like, who are you looking for? A Jerry, Jerry Hunt. I'm like, give it here. Otherwise known as Ruben. Otherwise known as Ruben. So I grab it. 
get in the car, tell tell Dodie, call ahead, tell him to stop because they just left. So we were meeting him out. We met him up the street, stopped. Hey, here's so it your... looked like a drug deal going down. Yeah, we were drug dealing in Batesville. <laughs> so we do our we sand our stash off and uh, and uh, we were thinking about going party and then we just heard some more news tonight that someone else in that. Uh, <laughs> Well, that car we, left we, something. We literally got out of that parking lot. I got about 100 yards and the phone rang, and it was Terry. Terry car. And Mike calls us, hey, uh, Margie left your purse at the restaurant also. <laughs> you know what you call that, don't you? Call that a good night. A good night. There you go. There you go. So I, I got to tell you, when Dwayne started a sto- story and said they came out and said, Where's Jerry? Jerry Hunt. The only thing that came to my mind was the Bob and Tom show. Yeah, my- Mike? Michael? Mike Hunt? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You know the sad part is I have a cousin named Mike. <laughs> wasn't that on, wasn't that on por- Porky's? Porky's. Yeah. Porky's. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! See how old you are. You remember Porky's? Mm. Yeah, we're all old. That's funny. Yeah. So earlier this morning, got to you know we do old man's breakfast. So we've got a new attendee that's ever since the last time he stepped foot in speakeasy. Is that old man's breakfast? He's an official old man. Yes, Yes. official old man, yeah. (laughs) Your life has forever gone backwards. (laughs) It is very good breakfast. It is. Your arteries are now thickening, and your life is going to be short. (laughs) Scott, we talk about that. You know, as far as as Brookville goes, you can't get a better breakfast for the money than the VFW. That's right. You can't. can't I can't. Really, it's great, really. Uh, it's just really anywhere around good. here. I mean, it's just yeah. a good value it and a good well, food. and it's it's a good cause. for a good cause, right. right? You know, and it's just real, uh, I guess, friendly. I don't want to use the word homely, but it's you know, you walk in, everybody, whether you know them or not, they say hi to you. What? How's it going? Well, it's a, yeah. Well, we don't even order no more. I mean, every, the, our little waitress knows what we all get. It's you, you just sit down and stuff just yeah. starts showing up for that's, us the that's drinks. That's the way it's supposed to be, man. Yeah. So she who gets, gets all the drinks. Town, right? Who gets all coffee? Town. Who gets OJ? Yeah, who gets who Diet gets, Coke? And then and who gorgeous. gets all the damn ketchup on the table? That's right. <laughs> They're getting a little weak though. The last couple times it's it, been almost empty bottles. We well, got a little bit that. runny too. Yeah, we got to work. Have you threatened a VFW with divorce yet? No. Because we find another bottle. Okay. So. It's all good. So we've got Cat Campbell here. That's a new guest on our show. Actually, we're going to have a bunch of people on tonight because we have the gardeners here. Yeah, so full house here. And we got a full house. It's going to be a good time. But we got Cat here to talk about uh, some changes uh, coming to a street in Metamore, Indiana. That's right. So we, talk to us about it. Well, we are so excited. Um, you know, Matamore has suffered uh, in recent years, and uh, I think little towns like Matamore get hit hard when, uh, you know, when when the casinos come in, for one thing, you know, people right. that used to come down there, you know, there just wasn't a lot to do besides little towns like that. And as, as things have changed and, uh, you know, people don't shop in person anymore so much they shop on amazon and they like to go to casinos and things like that and so it just kind of uh thins out the crowd and and uh, our population that come down there so we've had some some issues and just some difficulties in our little town for a while and then the pandemic hit and uh you know 
it just hit we were kind of down on our knees a little bit anyway and then uh and then so that was a bit of a blow and uh we've got some amazing folks in matamore that are just working hard and fighting like crazy and uh scott sperlin and bev are two of them that are just out there just hitting it hard and uh we've got some while we lost a lot of folks uh, over the pandemic, we also gained some new shops in town also. So um, <clears throat> so that's, that's encouraging, but uh, we have discovered that w- the thing that's working best in Metamora is live music. And I think that the way up and out uh, from Metamora to kind of break free and just get up there and blossom is going to be um, experience-based stuff. People don't right. take long trips to go shopping anymore, but they'll take a trip for an experience and they'll take a piece of that home with them. They'll shop while they're there. They'll eat and they'll they'll drink and they'll stay and they'll bring home souvenirs. So um, because music is my thing uh that's what i can contribute um we've had ideas uh for quite a while on some things to do with that front uh strip as you first come into metamora if you turn off of 52 the main entrance to metamora the street that you turn onto off of 52 is columbia street there's a big parking lot there on the left and a bunch of little old kind of ramshackle little buildings fronting that parking lot and then, uh, so we've had a, a hard time keeping shops in there because people will park in the parking lot and they'll walk oh, past right. all those open shops to get to Main Street. They'll go across the canal and then open up their wallets. And so we're like, let's just make this a destination. So, um, you know, that takes a lot of money and a lot of things like that. And so we've had these ideas in our head. And then last year, um, uh, Leroy Ellington Productions is uh, a big production agency in Cincinnati that goes in and, and puts on big shows. Shows and, and things like that and Leroy approached me and said I'm worried about Matamore we used to come to Matamore and I see uh, changes that have been made and I'd really like to be a part of helping get this town back on its feet again what can we do and uh, Tom my husband said you know what we've got some ideas let me tell you about these ideas and so we'd, we'd love to make a music district in this front part uh, in the parking lot and these little shops that front the parking lot and right at the end of that block across the street is the cat and the fiddle and I've already got that established as a music uh, a music venue we do shows about once a month um, in there and so uh, Leroy was like all right, well, let's get this going. So Leroy Ellington Productions is partnering with us as our uh, Mick and Jen Wills. Um, they're kind of helping out with some of that, bringing uh, a beer truck and a food truck and and lending their expertise on things and kind of getting things rolling. So we are so excited. We've got our grand opening for the Columbia Street Music District on May the 14th coming. We've got uh, a great big stage that's going to be in the parking lot. The parking lot will be kind of roped off. Off. There'll be a beer garden in there, um, and then we've got uh, three other stages besides besides the main stage. We've got two little songwriter stages in two of the little bitty buildings there. We're renovating all of those buildings along the strip. Of course, the Cat and the Fiddle will have a band there, and I'll be serving food there. Um, uh, so we've got uh, my band, the Chuck Brisbane Trio, uh, will be opening on the main stage. Uh, we've got. Uh, 
the Bentley Brandstetter project. If you know uh, Michelle Brandstetter and Christopher Bentley, if you guys have ever heard of the sissy and me thing, uh, mm-hmm. the girl that I used to play with some, um, that's Michelle Brandstetter and she and her fiance both play keyboards and they're wonderful. So they're going to do a little dueling pianos kind of thing. We've got Matthew Lamping. If you've ever heard of mm-hmm. Matthew Lamping, oh, he's yeah. a great kid and doing some great things musically. And then we've got uh, twin sons, which is uh, Greg Unthink and his son, Curtis. They're from um, West, uh, like in the Harrison area, and they do, uh, you know, a lot of uh, kind of Steely Dan and Doobie Brothers, and they do some original stuff and just great stuff. And then our headliner is going to be Eddie Heinzelman, and uh, Eddie has been, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we we graduated. Well, I guess he was a year behind us, but um, but yeah, so he's going to be there, and he's excited about it. He's uh, concerned about Metamore and wants to be involved in this and has just really given us an amazing price to get him to come in. So uh, we'll have uh, Mick and Jen Wills are going to bring their pizza wagon and their beer truck, and I'll be serving barbecue at the Cat and the Fiddle. You buy a wristband for $10. It gets you into all four stages in the beer garden, and we'll just be wow. kind of wow. hanging That's out. A good and deal. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. an amazing deal. So uh, we're going to have – so May 14th is grand opening, and then June the 4th we're going to have another – uh, installment of that uh, another show then and then July the 2nd now the July the 2nd show is going to be earlier in the afternoon so everything's done by 530 before the uh, 4th of July parade that happens in Metamora and then the fireworks across the street so right, right. Uh, but the other two will be like start at 430 and end at around 9 and then the May the Ju- July one will be like 1 in the afternoon till about 530 so awesome so so you mentioned Eddie Hansman. He grew up here, but yeah. he is a phenomenal guitar yes. player. Yes. Plays in Nashville. Played for National Acts. Yes, he is just. If you've never heard him, you need to take the time for ten bucks. You get to hear oh, everybody. Man. He's great. Yeah. It's just a. He's you can't a, beat him. So a couple questions. That's for the listeners out here. You've got camping. Yeah, camping right across fifty two right. at Gateway Park. We have. Uh, hotels local to the area within, yes. within eight or ten miles. Several, several bed and breakfasts in Metamora right. and okay. the new, yeah, several things. That like was going to be next to bed and breakfasts within Metamora. Yes, right. okay. yes. Airbnb, Airbnbs. Yes, right. Airbnbs okay. and the loft. I highly recommend. Right. <laughs> That's Sperlin's <laughs> joint, and it's beautiful up there. And people can find information if they go to uh, Columbia Street Music District on Facebook. We've got our own Facebook page. Just got that launched, and feel please like that page so that you can get updates um so this year we've kind of got it mapped out we'll also have uh live music in the area during the music festival on labor day weekend but we're hoping in the future to be doing things like music makers weekend where we have songwriting workshops and mandolin workshops and guitar workshops and maybe uh sunday gospel sings and different things like that we've got all kinds of ideas but if you like that page go to columbia street music district on facebook and like the page you'll get updates on what we've got going on that's great well, that's when great. you in the beginning you were talking about what you're trying to create in the experience and i think you've hit it there because the generation coming up and the current generation spending money and the generation coming up they're paying more for experience oh, than right. than a trip that's what they're that's looking exactly for right. and they're spending a lot of money for an experience so yeah. 
that's the key is to give them something to talk about remember yes and and you'll get the crowds coming there so that's exactly right metamore has so much to offer we've got this old architecture there's the history the people in metamore are so funny it's just a bunch of quirky crazy weirdos over there and <laughs> you if you can sit down and just get get somebody to talk to you and tell you some of the stories of the area it's that's the best resource we've got in right. town is our people and uh yeah there's there's artists and entrepreneurs and all kinds of good food and good experiences to be had in metamore so it's just a great little quirky fun little offbeat place to be it's it's delightful yeah and so for for those of us who grew up in the area we you know we remember the vibrance that metamore had when yeah. we were kids yes. for yeah. the history and and for the artisan yeah. stuff that went on there and it's still there it yeah. just doesn't have as much you don't have as many visitors as you yeah. had back then be, for the reasons that you said. So yeah. for those people, you know, near the Cincinnati area, even, you know, this is, this is a couple, you know, 40 it's, minutes. It's, a, it's a 40 minute drive or an hour drive yeah, yeah. out here. Exactly. And a lot of people from Cincinnati know where oh, Metamora yeah. is. Yeah. And I think this is great to, to, to again, bring that vibrance back That's it. to that little historic town. There's so much history there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it's it's I mean really I'm really excited that you know you guys have taken up the torch on this and and Thank trying you. to drive this. Oh, we're we're excited too. There the like I said there's new blood coming in every year. There are people that come to Metamora and despite the kind of ramshackle feel that we get a little bit sure. sometimes, sure. you know, um people come there and you know a certain type of person, they just fall in love. They get bit by the bug, and they they've got to do something. You know, they've got to jump in uh, on the on the Metamore bandwagon. And so, a, a lot of folks just fall in love, and they create a business there. Um, but we've got to have experiences to draw the folks there right. because there's some amazing stuff that you can find in Metamore, and we've just got to be able to highlight that and uh, and let people see what's out there and. Uh, it's a great, it's a great and little as, town. Uh, pointed out that yeah. there's now the Canal Trail, which is yeah. a walking biking trail from yes. Brookville to Metamore. Yeah, is all the, is open all the way. And in. it's it's I'm not sure if it's all the way to Laurel now too. Oh really? Yeah, but it goes yeah. yeah. I think it's all the way to the feeder dam. Most of the way to the feeder dam too. I think maybe all That's the way. Right. And it's come all the way through. So there's some. There's you could some spend just a weekend. You great could spend a things. weekend out here doing a little bit of everything. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. People don't realize all that there is to do. When yeah. you got Brookville Lake up the street, so you could come, you know, do everything here on one little weekend. That's it. That the, the we've got the lake and the hiking, and then uh, Oldenburg. You know, yes. Franklin County. There's so many cool things to do all around, and so many cool things to see, and artists, and uh, just yeah, great places. So come to Franklin County, visit Matamora, visit Brookville, and and cool. Oldenburg, and yeah, make a day of it. It's awesome. Cool. So we're gonna take a short break for some commercial sponsors, and when we come back, I want you to talk a little bit about your music and what you've been doing. Absolutely, I'd be cool. happy to. So I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt. And our special guest, Cat Campbell. And down at the end of the bar, Scott Sperlin. It's still Scott. Still Scott. Oh, you need more bourbon. It's not Scotty yet. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, is your one-stop shop for all your alcohol needs. They've got wines. They've got seltzers. They've got beers. They've got vodka. Any spirit you could think of, they've got it. 
You want some Jim Beam? They've got it. You want some hard truth out of Nashville, Indiana? They've got it. Or maybe you're looking for some Michters. They've got it. Or maybe you're just a bush-like guy. Guess what? They've got it. They run specials every week. They do tastings, wines, beers, seltzers. Did you say you're interested in barrel picks? They've got the biggest selection of barrel picks around. Barrels they've hand-selected themselves to share with you. Their newest one is the 1792 Single Barrel Select Pick. Especially for Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. Get it what? Still there. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Tell them to cross the line 1524 Crew sent you. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? What's well, time for something different? Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. Looking for a Heisen side-by-side or ATV? How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. You know what goes with blues? Bourbon. And on April 30th, we've got a special night of bourbon. Mr. Stephen Fontaine from Limestone Branch Distillery will be in Brookville, Indiana at the VFW to do a special tasting. That's right, right here in Brookville, Indiana, Mr. Stephen Fonte. The guided tasting starts at 6 p.m., doors open at 5, and a meal follows. This is sponsored by Batesville Liquor Co., Tebby Liquor, Cross the Line 1524, and let's do a tasting. Tickets are $35 for the tasting and the meal, or $10 just for the meal. You can get tickets at Tebby Liquor, Batesville Liquor Co., VFW Post 2014 in Brookville, Indiana, or on eventbrite.com. Tickets are going fast. We hope to see you all there April 30th at the Brookville VFW Post 2014 in Brookville, Indiana. We welcome Mr. Stephen Fonte from Limestone Branch Distillery. Get your tickets now. They're going fast. Can't wait to see you. All right, we're back here. If I turn you down, it turns everybody oh, okay. down. All right. Just pull them back on your head a little bit. I'll change that next That's week. That's fine. That's good. Welcome back to Cross the Line 1524. <laughs> and down at the end of the bar, we have the one and only 
Scott Sperlin. Oh. No. <laughs> He's not giving it. He's not giving it. Scotty Bourbon. We, re- we, Scotty rehearsed, Bourbon. we rehearsed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have a new. I, I need another drink. Uh, Just one that's more. That's not a problem. Just one Just more. Just one more. <laughs> Just one more. <laughs> so we, we've been talking to Cat Campbell about uh, the new event. It's going to start happening down in Metamore. But I wanted to talk to Cat a little bit more about her uh, her career in music. You play with a lot of different groups, do a lot of different things. Uh, for our listeners out there, let's hear it. All right. Well, uh, my mama was a musician, and she uh, she sang mostly in church, but uh, some of you may remember her going into the Midtown once in a while with Mike Brashear, and they'd sit in there and jam a little, and my mom just loved to sing. She didn't care if she was singing for Jesus or singing in a bar. She just loved to sing, and uh, so I grew up with music, um, but I didn't do a lot of it until... Uh, Till I was in my 40s. I had done a little bit in college, but not a lot, and went through a bad divorce and just wasn't sure what quite what to do with myself. And I feel like the Lord just kind of dumped a bunch of music in my lap. And uh, so I started out... Uh, Madam Moore used to do a show every year to kind of raise money for the town. It was like a little variety show. And they asked me if I would direct the show. Now, directing the Madam show is code for... <laughs> figure something out (laughs) (laughs) find a venue write a script find the people find the costumes it was just nothing you start with nothing you just do it so I needed a project and I did it and um, during the course of planning that show and getting all that together um, I found out that there was a bunch of old fellas around Matamora that played music that nobody knew played music they all knew these guys G.I. Ball Steve Collier uh, Al Rogers um, there were a bunch of bunch of these guys in town um, nobody knew they played music they just played on their couch you know and so uh, I, t- I got them all to get out in front of uh, smelly the smelly gourmet which is Steve Collier's place at the time he was in that three-story building on uh, Main Street in Metamore and uh, they said I got him to start coming out there and sitting in front and smelly would give us free coffee and we'd sit out there and smoke cigars and pick music and just uh, play some bluegrass and so I got him playing for about a month and and then I pitched him the idea would you guys play for this this Metamore show Every one of them turned me down flat. <laughs> We're like, no way. Scared to death. There's no way. I don't play for anybody but me and the good Lord. And I begged and I pleaded and I spun it and I did everything I could. So uh, finally, in a fit of desperation, now I am not lying to you, hand to God here, I went home and baked six of the prettiest apple pies you've ever seen in your life with the sugar <laughs> crust and the whole shebang, hand delivered them to each one of these guys' houses and said, please, please, will you be in my show? I don't have a show if you don't agree to do this and so they finally probably out of sympathy decided that they were going to do it it's it amazing was... what an apple pie is. <laughs> that's exactly no, right did it's somebody amazing. say pie what you, <laughs> pie <laughs> what you can get a fella to do with an apple pie but uh, uh so it was supposed to be a two night show and then we were done at the end of that two night show 
these guys practiced all summer. We basically worked up three songs and a little skit. That was it. And they were so nervous that at the end of the very first song that we did at that show, the whole crowd was on its feet screaming and yelling because they knew all these guys. Nobody knew they played. They were so tickled. And the guys were looking like these deers in the headlights. They were like, oh my gosh, they like us. We couldn't believe it. So at the end of the two-night show, we had six gigs and a manager. It was crazy. So that was Katrina and the Baggy Bottom Boys. And we did we did music for about 11 years and it kind of took off from there so I wound up uh, getting I was doing a I was filling in bass for a, a sister bluegrass band over uh, at Sally's bar the big party that they do over yeah, there right. every year and a guy approached me and said um, I play with a blues band in Cincinnati and we want uh, we I want to see if you're interested in fronting our band and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm a little Indiana girl. I do. I the, the the blues scene in Cincinnati sounded so scary and sinister and crazy to me. So I just turned them down. So they called for. I know they they kept calling, and so um, I finally said, "Look, I'm in the middle of my busy season. If you haven't found somebody by January, then call me." And so they called in January, and turned it turned out that the guy that was the head of the band knew my dad and had worked with my dad in Cincinnati, and so I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a try," and that's kind of what got things started. And so um, now I'm playing uh, with a group called Chuck Brisbane. Um, we've got a big eight-piece blues band with horns and everything awesome. called the Tuna Project. We've got right. a six-piece um, kind of medium-sized band, and we do a lot of casinos and stuff called uh, Cold Tuna. And then the lion's share of the work now, since the shutdown, since the pandemic, is done by the trio, which is actually four people because we added a drummer, but the Chuck Brisbane trio. So I play the upright bass and sing, and we play all around Cincinnati three or four times a week and awesome. having a ball with it. It's just been a lot of fun we do some writing and um and some things and then i get to i also get to play with um joe and betsy bauer and mike brashear once in a while and um the baggies aren't together anymore they've you know everybody's kind of doing their own thing but uh it's just a lot of fun i play uh with michelle brandstetter once in a while when we can make it happen a little duo called sissy and me it's kind of a a funky little uh honky tonk uh, redneck blues, what? <laughs> and so it's just a lot of fun. So you play an instrument that's just about as big as you are. <laughs> yeah. What got you started on the upright bass? You know, it's funny. Um, when I was in when I was in high school, you know, I played the saxophone. Um, hey, but go. as the longer I played, the bigger the instrument got. And so I started with the alto. I moved to the tenor. Before it was all over, I was marching with the baritone sax <laughs> in band. And I've always enjoyed bass instruments. I don't know, but um, with the baggies, um, there was just there was nobody playing bass. Uh, they all the other instruments were covered. So I was like, how hard can it be? I can probably figure this out. So I bought a little acoustic bass guitar and started doing it. But I had to haul an amp around because you couldn't hear it. So I I found an upright bass on sale. I was like, this is, the body's big enough. It's resonant enough that I don't have to carry an amp. And so I drove all night and to Grayson, Kentucky and picked up this bass and uh, took about two days. My fingers were bleeding by the end of it, but I learned how to play that upright bass and it's been a ball. And and now I've got a really cool uh, 1947 uh, uh, Epiphone upright bass that had belonged to Dallas Murray. It had been his bass and when he passed away, he left it to uh, Tim... 
What's his last name? See, He's on the other side of you. Oh, yeah. What, Tim and uh, Tim Botts. There we go. Uh, out on, uh, out your way, out on Stips Hill. Oh, okay. And uh, Tim, so after Dallas died, he left it to Tim. And uh, Tim didn't play the bass. He's a mando player. And I told him, I said, Tim, if you ever want rid of that bass. He was like, well, that's sentimental. I can't do that. But uh, Dallas Murray's uh, wife passed away then. And uh the kids needed money and so he sold me that base and so I named him Jethro and that's it's my traveling companion is Jethro so that's how I wound up playing the upright bass but I love it that's I just it's a wonderful instrument so do you write any music as well I do yeah I do we've I'm I'm actually uh I I tend to overextend myself so I've got a lot going on and a lot of irons in the fire but I'm in the process of trying to put together a project of uh blues tunes and uh we've got uh, Tom Tom my husband uh co-writes with me on some of them and uh so we're in the process of doing that but it's slow because like I said I've got a lot of irons in the fire but keep your ear to the ground I'll let you know when that happens <laughs> Hey it's all good do you have any recorder material now I don't um right now the uh it's more about just live music but uh, right. yeah we don't really have uh, there's a there's a baggy bottom boys cd out there somewhere floating around that was from about 10 12 years ago um but uh, there's if if you can find one let me know because i don't even <laughs> have one anymore they all sold and i don't know where they are but that's about the only thing that there is out there right now but i hope to remedy that by the end of the year so cool <clears throat> yeah cool so my uh my musicians page on facebook if you want to follow because my husband live streams a lot of the stuff that we do and just kind of keeps things out there so if you just go to cat campbell c-a-t-c-a-m-p-b-e-l-l on uh on facebook then you can see uh some of the stuff that we're doing That's and awesome. yeah it's a lot of fun awesome. so. good stuff good stuff now you were co-hosting a radio show for a while, weren't you? I was, yeah. Kitty's Blues yeah. in Cincinnati. And uh, that was the... I'm not stalking you, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> it's totally fine. No, it is. Uh, it was the longest continuously running single-hosted blues show in the nation. Um, a little, And Kitty passed away. And uh, one of the other guys stepped up to take over the show. And so we're not doing it now but um but it was just a, a little blues show on waif in cincinnati and we'd go in every other thursday um and and help kitty so kitty was the host but she had other djs that came in and helped share the load because as she got up in years she was uh, a little her health was failing and things like that but it was a great experience we got to bring some folks in and yeah it was a lot of fun so cool cool yeah you know, you trans. You, you talked about your transition into what you were doing into more of the blues and yeah. and brass instrument stuff. And I've been fortunate; I've seen a few smaller brass fans. I I enjoy watching a good band with some brass instruments. Oh, I man. think it's awesome. Yeah, and uh, it's very hard to find. It is. That do that. There's less and, and less of that uh, out there. I know. There. I always think of Miami Sound Machine. They're really good. That oh way. gosh, they're yeah. great. Yeah, and I love the brass parts of that stuff. And it's. Uh, I, I have not listened to any of your brass uh, <laughs> part of that stuff. I'd like to listen to that. So. Yeah. Um, there's probably some. You'll have to go back a ways on the Cat Campbell page. I'm sure that there's some things on there. Um, that after after the pandemic, after COVID hit, um, the, the the big events um, with the, that can 
afford to hire big bands um, just got fewer and fewer and fewer. And so now where, where when I first joined the band, probably 50% of our gigs were the big band. Right. And then, um, and then we went to the medium sized band and now uh, post COVID like 99% of the work is done by just the trio because, and we're doing more little, little pubs in smaller, smaller places like that. But we still, I think we've got one coming up in two weeks on a Saturday over in Fairfield. We're going to have the full, the full band with, uh, with horns and stuff. So that's a lot of fun. But yeah, anytime you get those horns in on that stuff, all of a sudden it just comes to life. It's It's just a whole nother. It It is. It is, it is yeah. yeah. Well, you can't hide or you can't hide the music because no, you can't. It's, oh, it is what it is, and yeah. it's, it's coming out at you. I, and it, oh, it really man. pushes the bo- vocals to the front because they really have to bring their voices up to oh, that yeah. trumpets, and, That's and I exactly. think it's great. I love it. Oh yeah. man. So, is the trio playing in town anytime soon? We are playing uh, the second Friday in this month. So let's see. I think it might be. Wait, that would be either this coming Friday. I think it's like the 15th. Yeah, Yeah, at at third place. place, And now in September, we'll have the the big band with the brass. Um, It'd be September the 23rd, I think. But I think we're playing this Friday, uh, the trio at third place. Cool. Yeah. We love third place. That's a, it's a fun, it's an easy load in. It's a great uh, vibe in there. And so, and there's plenty of room in there. So that's a lot of fun. So yeah, if you guys aren't doing anything, please come out and hear us and say something to us and come up and introduce yourselves. Cool. I'll be out of town, unfortunately. Oh, dang it. (laughs) So are you playing any place April 30th? Ah, Cito. Can you look up on Chuck Brisbane music.com and see April 30th with, if we're playing anywhere? chuckbrisbanemusic.com b-r-i-s-b-i-n music.com if you're ever wondering where we're playing there's a calendar on there and it has all of the lists and I don't have it right in front of me but Tom's looking the hubby is over at the table your people we would get my him people up. his people yeah her people <laughs> is there anything else going on on April 30th well we're going to wait here and then <laughs> maybe I'm hoping she says she doesn't have a gig and then we'll go that there way might be that would be amazing <laughs> so Kat while he's checking so you grew up in Metamore I did. Uh, My folks moved here from Crawfordsville, Indiana when I was nine years old. So all of my growing up, Henri, getting into trouble years all happened in Franklin County. Um, (laughs) We lived just about a mile and a half east of town. And uh, uh, let's see. Oh, we're at Newport Gaming on April the 30th. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yes. uh, Could you explain people are... They're saying Metamora. Could you explain to them that they're saying it wrong? Gilman Home Centers with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. You know what? It's time for your lawn and garden needs, and they've got it. Be the envy of your own neighborhood. They've got seeds. they got plants. They have fertilizer and potting soils. Everything to get your garden started. Tool rentals? Do you need a tiller? Or a mini excavator, maybe, depending on how big you're doing. They've got them. Check out Gilman Home Center's tool rental section. Last but not least, it's that time of year to start fishing. Then check out their fishing supplies and get your fishing license. All at Gilman Home Center's, your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Check them out at gilmanhomecenters.com for the nearest location to you. 
We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm, proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. Well, yeah, if you're not from here, it's kind of like Louisville, you know. If you're from Louisville, it's Louisville, you know. If you're from Metamora... It's a Matamore. If you're an old timer and have been there for 115 years, it's a Mattymore. <laughs> right, right, right. You can tell the locals because it's a Matamore. And then you tell people where you live and they try to spell it M A T A M O R E. And they're like, no, it's not spelled like that. So, Kat, just so you know, in this joint, that means you're from the good side of the line. There you go. Easy, I'll take it. Point that out, I'll take it. She's a 24 girl. I am a 24 girl. That is right. Yeah, see, Dwayne and I went. East Central, the good oh, school. The good my school. goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> we're outnumbered so, tonight. So we were talking about April 30th. Uh, we have a, a bourbon tasting going on at the VFW oh, in town. Oh, my gosh. Stephen Fonte from Limestone Branch Distillery will be here. It'll be right up your guys' alley. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That would be Just awesome. Just saying. We are booked out mostly through uh, the end of, I'm going to say, like October. So we book out pretty far ahead. But uh, once in a while, we've got an odd night. So we were lucky tonight. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, it was funny because this all started a couple weeks ago. Actually, the last time the Spurlins were here, the very next week, I get a message from Kat. Hey, are you available to play this date? (laughs) Well, it's, it's for the music thing. And I said, well, unfortunately, we're not playing right now. So I didn't think any more of it. And then you put the stuff out on Facebook. I'm like, man, here's an opportunity for both of us Uh for the podcast and you. So that's awesome. That's how we ended up there. So then Friday, we're trying to check schedules because I know we record Fridays and Saturdays and you play Fridays and Saturdays. Mm -hmm. So we were going over dates and I go, well, you know. We might be able to do this Saturday. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we had kind of an odd. This year, we're actually, uh, the the things with Leroy Ellington Productions, which is the production company, are kind of picking up. And the guy that heads my band is also, he's kind of the right-hand man, man, like the second-in-command at LEP. And as those things have picked up, sometimes we are, I I get a, an occasional free Saturday here and there because uh, he's working a show or something like that. Which you got a busy schedule. I mean, between your business here and what's going on. Yeah, it's a little crazy. I uh, I tend to run overextended all the time and I, I used to complain about <laughs> it and I thought you know what yeah I'm busier in a one-arm paper hanger in a room full of corners it gets a little crazy I meet myself coming and going all the time there's that but, metamora <laughs> there it is uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to have to back that up and listen to that again 
My that. mother just fell out of my pie hole right there. <laughs> sort of like when Nick popped a joke out of old man's breakfast. You gotta think about right. it for a moment. Oh Lord. Like, what did she say? <laughs> this uh this Columbia Street thing is keeping us hopping. We're uh we're you know, getting all those buildings renovated to to accommodate the stages. But That's great. it's funny. My husband and I got married about four years ago and uh and moved we both had nice houses and we both sold our good houses got married and moved in to the house up on the top of the hill above the park oh okay the old doctor's house that literally moved in with the raccoons and the possums and the snakes (laughs) we sold our good houses we got one room sequestered off where the raccoons couldn't come in and chew on our faces at night (laughs) like the doors and and lived in that room and have just like claimed more and more of the house so and that came with two houses the two houses buildings on the back of the park so we are restoring those three buildings and then all of the buildings on the front of the parking lot down in columbia street so we've got our hands full but It's great work, and it's just preserving this great old architecture. I love these old shabby ramshackle little tilted buildings with nary a straight line anywhere in the building. (laughs) It's just so much character and and, uh, all kinds of little nooks and places and stories to tell. Got any any Wayfair and Spirits around there? Wayfair and Spirits. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Everybody Tell them about the Pink House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about the Pink House, actually. The Pink House is known for the lady oh, that walks ha- up and down yeah, yeah. the pink house oh, is no ours kidding. that's wow. one of them that we're restoring we've got the new roof on it we've got electricity in there now we've got most of it painted uh, we don't have the widow's watch painted because my husband tried to paint it a half a dozen times and kept sliding off the roof <laughs> he's like i think we need some scaffolding for that so yeah. <laughs> we don't lift. i know but uh yeah no there's uh there's all kinds of rumors about uh, a lady that walks up and down the stairs to the widow's watch up there and people have seen her in the windows and all of that and that's stuff. the pink house by the dam right but the pink house uh right there in the park at the back of the park right across from the mill right across the mill yeah. right yeah okay. so yeah. could reuben stay there when the festival's going on reuben uh, reuben no. is welcome to stay there <laughs> but it's not it's not all no. finished yet well, we don't have the electricity perfect that's perfect, that's perfect. <laughs> there's still uh quite a bit of work to be done in there but it's coming right along there's a lot of you know, things. Something I want to bring up too. Now, Metamore now has an, a live tavern, right? Yes. We have yes. an active tavern in Metamore. Yes, the Martindale House. Martindale House so, right? uh, yeah. So, David and Dirk. Uh, I forget what Dave's last name was. It just slipped to my mind, and I've right. known him for 150 years. But uh, Dave and Dirk uh, run that, and um, you can get just basically beer and wine. They sure. don't have hard spirits. Um, but but in those are, can... the hard spirits are in the pink house. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Literally. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, so I don't know if y'all remember Bobby Arcaro. He is a build, was a builder around yes. the Matamore yeah. area. Uh-huh. And Bobby was kind of a no-nonsense little dude and uh he was was putting a roof on the, i mean this was long before we had it he was putting a roof on there and he looked up and he saw somebody up in the widow's watch and he was like you can't be in here he's like yelling at the person and they didn't respond so he went down and got down off the roof and went inside the house there was nobody there but it wow. was the ghost and he was like <laughs> if you all ever knew bobby he was I like do. by god i'll tell you what i'm just telling you there's a ghost in there he was all wound up tighter than an eight-day clock i'm telling you <laughs> 
<laughs> it's funny because Bobby was pretty no nonsense, but boy, howdy. Tighter man. than a May Day clock. An eight day clock. Wound up tighter than an eight day clock. He so, was he was wound up so at that Pat, when you came in here. <laughs> when you came in here, you talked about a couple of your phrases. Somebody asked you about your yeah. phrases. Yeah. I think it was Scott. <laughs> yeah. and, and you said that's that's multi-generational you it get is, that from, right? It is. Yes, it is. My grandmother uh, my grandmother's name was Wilda Blanche Bonwell. Everybody called her Willie B. And uh, she was a character. She ran an antique shop and she had she and my grandpa both just had these crazy sayings and my mother that was my mother's mother and my mother talked like that too and people will introduce me and say oh this is Kat she's the one that has all the sayings I've told you about and I'm like what sayings I don't know what you're talking about well, and then I say something and everybody's like laugh what did she just say and I'm like oh I think that's one of the sayings they're talking about that last where you said boy howdy boy howdy I, like, I love that like boy howdy look at this I talk like a 110 year old person <laughs> my mother that's, that's you can blame that's awesome yeah you can blame Ruth Ann Campbell for that but <laughs> I'm still thinking about the pink house and Reuben what if we make a fundraiser see how long you'd stay in there oh, oh there my goodness a fun for the benefit of Matamore I mean somebody Matamore all right I will do it for Matamore <laughs> There we I, go. I got a point go. to make. We're going to have a haunt. Okay. I got, hold on. Hold on. I, Scott I got is a get, point to make. Scott is getting ready right. to talk. Up in the widow's watch, Ruben could stand up. It's only five foot tall. Can we put him in a pink dress? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> he wouldn't hit his head on anything. That is so, we actually had a ghost chasers uh, group yeah. come in and do an overnight show there. It's funny we're starting to talk about this because Marge and I took a drive through Meta last Sunday and I said, hey, look at the pink house. I said, look, I see him got a with us walk. And now we're sitting here talking about that today. That's so, like, crazy. That's an omen, Ruben. You're to stay in there. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's an unstrange destiny, that's for sure. You, there you go. <laughs> we, we've got you on recording that you're willing right. to do it we're for good. a fundraiser. So it's it's. We're, I'm gonna put this sucker together. Yeah. We're gonna My we're goodness. gonna have a hauntathon, and people pay him like so many dollars oh. for every hour he oh, stays. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a hauntathon. A hauntathon. Yeah. He's in the widow watch. He has yeah. to stay up there, and people have to come, keep donating to keep him just in like. There. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hell, we'll just like that. Wild Man Walker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billboard. <laughs> oh, I see this happening. Man, I'm leading my. No, you guys will lead me down a bad road. Oh, here. I think. I think between the four of us here, we'll fund it to keep him there all night. Just yeah, right. <laughs> I'll put the I'll cameras in. It. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know. I need to find out. Is she attractive? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's in like you know one of those high neck dresses. So you, who can dresses? tell? Wow, it's I don't with know. the corset and the high neck, who can tell? Yeah. yeah. I, my concern is whether her neck's attached to her body. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. We need to start scheduling for this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning a weekend off. <laughs> We're going to have to do this separate from the music festival because <laughs> this is going to draw so many people. This is a whole event. Just for this Ruben. is a whole oh, event in itself. Pitch tents in the park and watch fl- Ruben yeah. up yeah. in the widow's watch. Yeah. People will be flying in for that. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll get oh, some ghost crazy. hunters there. Look out. Oh, oh. man. Oh. Here's Big Bubble again. I'd like to tell you about 
one of our other services we offer is Big Bubba's Ghost Busting Services. That's right. You might have a wayfaring spirit, maybe some guys flying around, maybe just a green slimy ball and you need to get rid of it. Just give us a call. We'll get our pitchforks, our scoop shovels, throw the cattle racks on the truck and we'll take care of it for you. We actually just bought some new equipment straight off of eBay. We got us one of them there proton packs along with a mini ecto containment unit. We're not quite sure how to use those yet, but we were told if you have those, you ain't ever afraid of no ghosts. That's right. Give us a call. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Not licensed in the United States. Please make sure you sign all the waivers and forms. Good luck. Man, you guys are making me nervous. He's starting to shake. He's shaking already. I seen a napkin fall. You want? You want us to see if Benjamin will come out from the cellar? Oh, there's all kinds of ghost stories around Mountain War, though. People oh, love to tell I those. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a tour you can take. Oh yeah, ghost tour. Yeah, yes, a ghost tour of Mountain What is it? The Whitewater Valley Paranormal Society yes. or something like that does ghost tours, and they take pictures of the orbs and all the crazy stuff. That's so. just it's dust. really good. <laughs> <laughs> we do that right here. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I, I believe there's stuff out there, but those orbs, nine times out of ten, that's dust. Yeah, that's dust on. What the about the other top. one time? Well, other one time, that could be. <laughs> good deal. So I tell you what, we've had a fun time yes, this episode talking to Cat, talking about <laughs> Metamore, talking about the music thing that's happening. It's awesome. It's going to be a great time there. It's exciting. Yeah. So we didn't say that we're going to be there during that. So a grand opening on the I got to get the date right. The fourteenth, fourteenth of, of May, May. we'll be there. Uh, set up podcasting. We'll interview some folks there. It'll be That's a great. good time. Yep. Uh, where are we looking forward we're not to setting it. up at the pink house are we yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i've got you we up in the widow's watch at the pink we weren't house. we <laughs> weren't until now no, no, live, <laughs> live from the widow's watch no, no, Ruben, i've got oh, the wireless the, stuff the remote we're not setting up at the pink house however <laughs> <You're laughs> <the pink> <laughs> Hey, you guys. And a report oh and a report from the Widow's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in here. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from Ruben. <laughs> it's really strange up here, guys. It's 85 outside, but it's 33 in here. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, so across the line, 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with. Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Scotty Bourbon. There we go. And our special guest, Cat Campbell. And we'll see y'all next time. Watch out for those ghosts, Rube. (laughs) (laughs) What a great evening we had at the Speakeasy with Cat Campbell uh, talking about the Columbia Street Music Project in Metamore, Indiana, or Matamore, Indiana. So mark your calendars for May 14th. It's going to be a great time. Uh, We're going to be there podcasting as well, doing some interviews. And, uh, Check out Catch Music Pages. Uh, she's a phenomenal musician, plays upright bass, sings. Uh, it's a great time. So check her out. I'll put the links to that on her page as well. As usual, 
If you would, please pass on a word about a podcast. Tell your friends, tell your buddies. You'd be surprised how many people listen to podcasts. And, uh, you know, turn them on to us. If you like our podcast, leave us a positive comment, five-star rating. Feel free to leave us a message on Facebook or on our email at podcast at crosstheline1524.com. To keep up to date with all our events, where we're going, what we're doing, our Facebook page, Cross the Line 15 slash 24, is the place to go. You can also go to our website, www.crosstheline1524.com. There's links there to listen to the podcast. You can see more about all of us on the podcast, and you can also click a link to get the Facebook page. For Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, The Scared Reuben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line. 